Well, hello again, and welcome to the Bellingham Ballroom at Wyndham Town Hall for the announcement of the 2019 Romantic Willimantic Cupid. This event dates back to 1982. It was not as big a deal in 82 as it is now. In 82, the story goes that they were going to announce the first Romantic Willimantic Cupid on my radio show at WILI. At 9 o'clock in the morning, they'd bring the winner in and... We do all the stuff we're about to do now. At about 8.45, the news guy said, no, nah, we're going to do it in here. And I said, no, I want to do it on my show here after the 9 o'clock news. They said, oh, okay. So they did it. And at that point in time, we're asking what the Cupid thing is all about. John Lesko is explaining it's someone who does a lot to promote the positive image of Willimantic. Okay, who is it? They got the entire town council, the common council there. I remember Cecile Kaluri was there, John Lesko. Apparently, they've been rehearsing this in our office out of earshot from me. And on cue, they sing, we love you, Wayno. Oh, yes, they do. We picked you as our Cupid because Willimantic loves you. And at that, realize, at that moment, I realized I had been had. They set me up thinking I wouldn't do it. They said, he's going to want to do it. Let's let him complain about it. And I can remember my face getting flushed. I did not expect to get that. And that's when that tradition began of the Cupids getting the award and finding out at that moment that they're the winner. Many of them, not all, many of them have been shocked to find out they are the winner of Romantic Willimantic Cupid. Now, we have a lot of our former Cupids here today. We always talk about Cupid 31. That's Cupid 31, Bruce John. We've got Linda Ricky. We've got uh, Linda Cipher as well. We've got Beverly York, who's going to tell us what they uh, drank and ate back in the, when was that, Revolutionary War? When are you doing that? It's coming up soon, right? Yes. We talked, we talked about it in the air this morning. Pam Horrocks is here today, along with her valentine, Bob Horrocks. And we've got Faith Ken. Where's your valentine? Steve's not here. <laughs> and uh, we were also joined by Sandy Reed. We've got the reigning Cupid for the next five minutes, Jim Barron. We've got Karen Gilbranson. We've got Mr. Willie Brew, David Walner. We've got Gene Dismay. And we also have Mooney Munier Haddad. And a lot of the uh, former Cupids, some of them we don't have anymore. And we say a lot of them and you know appreciate what they've done for this town. But some, of course, also couldn't get here today. So now that we've kind of given a setup of what the romantic Willimantic Cupid is all about, it's time to bring up the mayor. Victor Funderburk is here, and by the way, for the radio audience, he looks very dapper with a black suit, a dark sweater, and a bright red bow tie. I like it, Victor. Come on over here and just uh, tell what this town, uh, what this whole Cupid thing means to you. Oh, I think it's become a tremendous part of our history, and what a wonderful way to show appreciation for the people who make a wonderful community. All righty. I think it's time to find out who it is. I understand you might have a proclamation to read. He does. So Victor is going to reach over. The proclamation has been faced down, so even people like me can't read it. I find out when you find out. All right, Mr. Mayor, what does it say? You want the name? Well, the name is on there. Don't say the name yet. Let the proclamation give the name. It's in the first line. <laughs> That's the point. Do we want him up here? All right. Proclamation, the town of Wyndham. Joe Rassicott. 
Joe getting a standing ovation from the folks here at the Bellingham Ballroom. Joe shaking hands with some of the past Cupids. And now he stands next to Victor. And Victor will read the proclamation. 2019 Romantic Willamantic Cupid. Whereas, Joe, over the past 80 years has had a positive impact on the people and the places of Willimantic and Wyndham, and whereas Joe is now 85, still young at heart, Absolutely. And, <laughs> and a treasure trove of information regarding the history and development of Wyndham, speak with Joe just once and it is clear that he truly loves this community. And... Whereas Joe, for 44 years, was a friendly face as he greeted the public at the Willimantic Post Office. Generations of citizens got to know Joe, and he became an integral part of the downtown tapestry. And whereas hundreds of families got to know Joe, as he called Balls and Strikes, a recreation park for over 50 years. Yes, 50 years. His dedication and support, is that true? That's true. <laughs> his, wow. His support, his dedication and support of local softball and regional baseball programs is legendary. Because of this longtime involvement, everyone considers umpire Joe a good friend, someone who is always, who is always there and could always be counted on. And whereas Joe frequently holds court at Bagel One, <laughs> People of all ages stop by his table to swap, remember when stories, share a laugh, a handshake, or a hug. And whereas Joe was a faithful volunteer at Window Hospital and a delivery driver for Meals on Wheels, once again making a measurable difference for people in the community, Joe will tell you it kept him busy and that he was just doing his part to help out. And whereas if Joe spots a child with a baseball glove, he walks out to his car and comes back with a baseball, often autographed by a star of yesteryear, and gives it to the future star. Therefore, let it be known that Victor Funderburg, on behalf of the town council and the residents of the town of Wyndham, declared Joe as the 2019 Romantic Willimantic Cupid for Wyndham Willimantic. What a standing ovation for Joe Rossica, Cupid 2019. All right, Mr. Mayor, what have you got for Cupid? You got some goodies for our oh. our guy here? Got a medal that'll hang around Joe's neck, probably for the next 365 days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Day, night, sleep, shower, the whole thing. And it says, Romantic Willimantic Cupid. Nice little red metal. Got a romantic Willimantic t-shirt. And what do you think it says on the back? What does it say on the back, Joe? Um, I'll probably wear that. I'll, I'll be wearing that proudly. What does it say on the back? Cupid 219. 219, yes. All right. Thank you. Don't have to wear it right now, but wear it a lot. Business cards. Joe, you have your own Cupid your own business cards. cards. You know, Joe, when I got it, I didn't get any business cards. Okay. This is a bigger deal now. And then what do you have here? Postcards. 
I love Willimantic postcards. Going to Cuba. Beautiful. something else? I don't know. <laughs> there is something else. Something's all wrapped up in a big bow, and it's a dozen roses. Wow. All right, Cupid. <laughs> Photo op. Good to go. All right. Let me talk to Cupid here. Okay. The first Cupid talking to the last Cupid, at least the reigning Cupid. My old friend, Joe Rassicott. This is thrilling for me because I know what a special guy you are and how special it is for you to be given this award. First off, the question is always, did you know? And if not, what were your thoughts when you heard Victor Funderburg read your name as the 2019 Cupid? I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I can't believe all this. Uh, with all my friends here, and they're dear friends. Believe me, they're dear, dear friends. Yeah, and a lot of people I see here are people from the local sports community. I see women softball players. I see men softball players. I see baseball here. That's been a huge part of your life, isn't it? Huge part of my life. Very, oh, my God. John Rizzi and I, we've umpired together 50, well, 500 games, John. Oh, my God. I'm glad he, I'm glad I had the plea and he had the bases because I was very comfortable with John with me all the time. Joe, inquiring minds want to know, if you didn't know that you were going to win this award, why were you here in the first place? My daughter-in-law, Lisa, was the co-sponsor here. She took me to breakfast and she said, we've got to go to the town hall tomorrow at quarter to ten. I said, for what? She said, we, my daughter-in-law wants to look over the building here for a wedding. So that's what got me here. God, I love when a plan comes together. That's really good. <laughs> you know, when Victor read the proclamation, he talked about your years at the post office, which brings up a line that you used to write to me a lot, that when people would write letters to me at the radio station, sometimes a full address was not on that envelope, and you could figure it out. You knew where it belonged to go, and you would write on the envelope another save. <laughs> Am I the only one who you did that? No, I did that for a lot of people. I did that for a lot of people. And I was very glad to do it because John Smith, Main Street, Wollamantic. Well, I knew where John Smith lived at 145 Main Street. He's <laughs> still there, I think. Still there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were some of the roles you had at the post office? I was a clerk there for 40 years, handling all the money, which amounted to about $25,000 a day. And I never took a penny, naturally. So, other than that, when you go to Willie Brew, do you have memories of what that old post office was like? Sure. Every time. Absolutely. I've been there many, many times. And in fact, I think I'm the only, there's only two of us left that worked in the old post office Glenn Devine and myself. So, that was it. That's all that's left of 19, we moved there in 1966. You know, Joe. I know you pretty well. And one thing that was not in that proclamation that Victor read, two words actually, Brooklyn Dodgers. Your thoughts? Oh, my God. I refer to Brooklyn all the time. People ask me about the, the Dodgers all the time. In fact, Tim Colleen one time came into the Dago store and he had a jacket on, Brooklyn Dodgers. I said, Tim, that's a nice jacket. He says, I know, it's yours. He took it off his back and gave it to me. 
like a why Brooklyn Dodgers? There's a lot of people around here that are fans of the old Yankees. I always loved the I always loved the underdog. I always loved the and the Dodgers never won anything until one fabulous year. That's why I loved them. Now, last October, were you rooting for the Los Angeles Dodgers, or did you uh, jump on the bandwagon and become a Red Sox fan? Because, no, you know, the Dodgers lost. My mother used to say, my, I, my mother was 90 years old. I put my stuff on to get out of the house and go down to a game. She said, I hope your team wins. I said, Mom, as long as I survive, never mind team winning. So I really never, after the Dodgers left, I never really had a team, but I did know a few individuals that did play Major League Baseball. And I was very proud of that. In fact, one of the last games I had was Matt Harvey was pitching in a varsity game and Jesse Hahn, who's pitching for Kansas City today, I went over to the coach afterwards. I said, what's this boy's name? I said, this guy is awesome. He said, Jesse Hahn. And I said to myself, this, this kid can't miss. And here he is in the Major League. I knew right away. The proclamation talked about your umpiring for softball, men's, women's, umpiring baseball. But what about you, Joe? Back in the day, did you have game? I uh, played for about 12 years. I played for, in the Midwest. I was lucky. I got into the military. And uh, I was very fortunate enough to be in special services. And I played baseball for three years. I said, in October, I didn't, I mean, from April to October, I was out playing baseball while everybody else was working. I was very fortunate. And I traveled all over the country, Wyoming, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Texas, Wichita, Kansas, and a great big tournament there. I served up a home run ball. I could still see it going now. But uh, that's it. And was that the way that you got into umpiring, a way to stay close to the game? I stayed close to the game after Charlie Wojcik said, let's go down to the park and umpire a ball game. I said, I'm not going down there to get harassed. And I, I said, ah, there's no way in the world I'm going to do that. So the first two or three games, I stayed out of trouble. And uh, that's one thing you learn, never look for trouble. And I tried to avoid that in my 50 years. I really did. Well, it was a labor of love. You eventually were inducted into the uh, Willie Mack Softball Hall of Fame. Without baseball and all the friends that friendships that I've, I've ran across, it's it's uh, it does my heart good. So, when did you first come to Willimantic? 1938, during the hurricane. During the hurricane or that year? That year. That year. What are your members of the hurricane? I was five years old. <laughs> so not much. <laughs> not much. I remember the church steeple falling on the Congregational Church, though. I remember that church steeple falling. Legendary shot. Ran in Life magazine, Look yeah. magazine, right. whatever it yep. was. Life, yeah. So, obviously, there's something about romantic Willimantic that you like, because you've stayed here since 1938. What's special about this town for you? I I just, I, I, I fell in love with this town because of, of the people. I, I know a lot of these people in town here that I've, I've dealt with 40 years in the post office. 40 years behind home plate, and uh, people are sitting alone at our table. I come over, come on, join us, join us. I come in the conversation. We started out with three people. Now it's 15 of us. They're, they're all over there. <laughs> they know. <laughs> so. When you first began to work at the post office, what did a first-class stamp cost? Well, if you didn't steal the envelope, it was four cents. I think it was John Kennedy. It was, yeah, if you sealed it, it was five cents. When I left, it was 33. What's it now? 50? Five. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, so. I've got research that shows that when they opened the new post office, the current post office in 66, which you referred to, the first class postage was five cents at that point in time. Okay. It's gone up a little since that time. It sure has. And you've gone up a little bit in that time, too. But you know what, Joe? We're so glad that we've got you around to give you this honor. And what does being named Cupid mean to you? How special is this for you? It's just a spe- it's very special. It's very special to me. I'm, I can't believe it. I'm, I <laughs> can't believe it. You know, I don't generally book my studio guests live on the radio because we're live right now, but what are you doing Tuesday morning? I'll ask you all these same questions again. Tuesday morning? You in with me? <laughs> if you want me to. I do want you to. Okay. It's a tradition. We always uh, bring the Cupid on to talk about what's going on. Oh, uh, okay. Huh? My friend Joe, congratulations. You're a very worthy recipient to be the latest romantic Willimantic Cupid. Thanks for Thank coming you, today. and thanks for. Thank you. Any final thoughts, Mr. Mayor? This is a marvelous tradition, and I want to thank all these people who have come here today to be part of it because it it makes it all very, very, very special. Thank you all. And as we wrap things up, I would like to also thank the Wyndham Rec Department, Charlie and Tara, for the great job they do because they take the charge on this, and they do most of the organization promotion and stuff like that. This thing goes off without a hitch, and a lot of it's because of the great work they do. So thanks to the folks from the Wyndham Recreation Department. So we've done it again. We shot another Cupid, Joe Rassica. Cupid 2019 in Romantic Willamantic.